you're about to listen to a broadcast of the Greater Harvest Church in Ellenwood, Georgia. In this episode, Pastor Eddie Montgomery Jr. ministers a message entitled, You Have to Stay Alive in Order to Thrive, Side Chick Issues. Stay tuned. Truly worthy of the praise, amen. We thank God for everybody that's here. I'm ready to get right into the word, amen. I'm ready to get into the word, amen. And we're going to be coming from Genesis chapter 21, amen. Genesis chapter 21, amen. And I'm going to pick up where uh, our evangelist, she had she had read this and was talking about this in her last sermon, amen. But I'm going to pick up on it and I'm going to stay on one part that she was talking about, amen. And if you got Genesis chapter one again, we thank God for everybody that's that uh, is logging on and that has stopped by this site, Amen, and this social media page. And we thank God for you. We do not count it robbery. We thank God. We want you to share it or tell somebody, Amen, or or spread some kind, some kind of way. Spread this message, Amen, to let somebody know that Jesus is Lord, Amen. Genesis chapter one. Uh, 21, Genesis chapter 21, and we're going to look, we're going to read from verse 8, we're going to start at verse 8, amen, just to give you the background, amen, and, and we're going to uh, go all the way to verse 21, amen, just so that we can have the background, amen, and it says, and the child grew and was weaned, and Abraham made a great feast the same day that Isaac was weaned. And Sarah saw the son of Hagar, the Egyptian, which she had borne unto Abraham, mocking. Wherefore, she said unto Abraham, cast out this bondwoman and her son, for the son of this bondwoman shall not be heir with my son, even with Isaac. And the thing was very grievous in Abraham's sight because of his son. And God said unto Abraham, Let it not be grievous in thy sight because of thy lad and because of thy bondwoman. In all that Sarah hath said unto thee, hearken unto her voice, for in Isaac shall thy seed be called. And also of the son of the bondwoman will I make a nation because he is thy seed. And Abraham rose up early in the morning and took bread and a bottle of water and gave it to Hagar, putting it on her shoulder. And the child and sent her away. And she departed and wandered in the wilderness of Bathsheba. And the water was spent in the bottle and she cast the child under one of the shrubs. And she went and sat her down over against him at a good way off, as it was a bow shot. For she said, let me not see the death of the child. And she sat over against him and lifted up her voice and weep. And God heard the voice of the lad. And the angel of God called to Hagar out of heaven and said unto her, What aileth thee, Hagar? Fear not, 
for God hath heard the voice of the lad where he is. Arise, lift up the lad, and hold him in thy hand, for I will make him a great nation. And God opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water, and she went and filled the bottle of water and gave the lad drink. And God was with the lad, and he grew, and dealt in the wilderness, and became an archer. And he dwelt in the wilderness of Paran, and his mother took him a wife out of the land of Egypt. Everybody say amen. 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 And today I want to talk, and the key scripture that I want to come from is where voice uh, is chapter number, I mean, verse number 19, it says, And God opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water, and she went and filled the bottle with water and gave the lad drink. Amen. That's the key, my key verse right there. You can be seated. Amen. I thank God for the word of God because I, I was, I was, the topic I'm going to come from, I was trying to trying to come up with talk because I had so many topics that I could have went with this. And I, I said, um, what I'm going to do is have the Lord lead. I know that the main topic would be that I have to stay alive in order to thrive. Amen. I have to stay alive. You have to be alive in order to thrive. Amen. And and the subtopic, amen, I was going to come with side chick issues. Amen. Side chick issues. But what I wanted to do is talk about how this verse, these couple of verses, it was talking about Hagar and Ishmael. And basically, Hagar is one of Abraham's bond servants. And basically, out of the flesh and trying to rush God, like Evangelist was talking about, Sarah told Abraham to have a baby from Hagar. So he did. And when they had the baby, it was Ishmael. Ishmael is from the seed of Abraham. Amen. But as it got further in the years, Sarah had a baby, which is Isaac, which is the chosen, the one that was promised. And out of the loins of Isaac's seed of Abraham, which is Abraham's seed as well, come the lineage of Jesus the Christ. So we got two brothers. One is born out of the flesh and one is born out of promise. You can look at it in a different type of ways. I can spin it different type of ways, but the best way to look at this is one born out of the flesh, meaning that they wanted to rush God. They wanted to do it their own way. So out of the flesh thinking, I don't see how we're going to be able to do this. I don't think it's going to happen. Go ahead and have a baby. Out of the flesh, the flesh thinking, the world side of the world. But that's not what God ordained. God told and gave Abraham a promise. And at that point, he held on to the promise to the promise manifested, which is out of Sarah, which had Isaac out of Isaac's seed. That's how the lineage of the promise came, which is Jesus the Christ. 
when you wait for the Lord, he will come through. He may not come when you want him, but he's always on time. And I thank God for it shows us how the Ishmael, how it, it fascinated me. Because when I was when she preached at it, it had my mind going and I said, man, that's that's kind of messed up. Because Hagar didn't have no say so out of the whole thing. She 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 got she got a result of a action that really wasn't all of it just wasn't her. It it, it was a action or a result of Abraham and Sarah and them being disobedient but she was in the house of Abraham now I said God that's, that's kind of messed up because now he told her she had to go and the, the thing that kind of was like wow that's kind of cold is because he didn't even give her a donkey. He didn't give her no clothes. The only thing he gave her was a bottle of water, a, can, a canteen of water, and sent her on her way. Then didn't tell her. She, she, she just had to start walking. She didn't even have any animals to ride on to get her where she needed to be. He didn't, like, I don't care where you go. Just get out of my house. So Hagar, I could imagine Hagar feeling some type of way. And as she began to wander, it says she wandered in the wilderness. Now, in the wilderness, in the desert, you could tell that I know that wasn't a pleasant experience. And to give you a little background, Isaac, during this time, the reason why, because it said that Ishmael was mocking and picking, making fun of Isaac. Isaac probably was three or five, according to the theologians and the scriptures, when you study the scriptures, they say he was around about, theologians says he about three or five, he got weaned. And when he got weaned, that means he, he's, he's weaned off the mother, of, uh, off the, the breast. And here it is, Ishmael probably was between 12 and 13 years older than than Isaac. So Ishmael wasn't a little boy, like a little baby. He was a, you know, he was a, 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 a young, you know, a young boy. But yet they still was young. But he had to walk with his mother out of the household or the covering of Abraham. But can you imagine Isaac? Because now Isaac, this is my father who kicks me out. And now I'm walking in the wilderness without knowing where we're going. It got to the point that they was walking to the point that uh, all the water was gone. All the food, you know, they, they, they didn't have anything. And they still walking. And I can imagine Hagar. And I can imagine Ishmael in the wilderness or in the, in the desert just wandering. This 
is where God began to show me something. He says, this is where a lot of our people who have been wandering for some time. And, and the thing that really is getting to me where God's begin to show me in the scripture, it said that Ishmael and Hagar, she put him under a shrub. I guess to get some shade. Because it was hot. So she's in a place where she's out by herself. Not because of something, because one, she was obedient. Two, she was doing what she was told. But she's not getting the result that she thought she would have. God told me a lot of people are like that. A lot of us are like that. And we got to see why he coined and why he had this written in the book. Because the promise was still, it, Ishmael was still Isaac, I mean Abraham's seed. So even though Hagar and Ishmael was in the wilderness wandering without their not knowing where they're going, the Bible says that she knew he was about to die. They was about to die. She could not even fathom to see her son die in her arms or see him die. So what she did, she told him, you stay right there. She put him under the, the, the tree, the, the shrub, and she went a little ways out. And she began to, the Bible, the scholars say she began to bawl, began to cry. And I can imagine she was crying and asking God, why? Why me? And a lot of us ask the same question, why me? You in a wilderness, you in a place where you don't belong, you in a situation that you probably found yourself in and you might not even know how you got yourself in it or you might do know how you got yourself in it. it might, you might have got yourself in it without even being your, your problem. Right. But you find yourself in the middle of it. I'm in the middle of it and I'm, get, I'm, 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 I'm getting the consequences of somebody else's actions. Mm. As believers, how do we handle that? <sighs> he began, she began to cry and the Bible says she began to like weep so heavily that her eyes was filled up with water. I believe she cried so hard that it was swollen shut because she was crying so hard. They say, why did you allow me to come out here to die? Not only just me, but my son. To, I, can't even, I can't even see him die like this. And the Bible, what kind of fascinates me, the Bible says it wasn't about Hagar. 
Because she was crying out to God. But God didn't even respond to her. But it's something when Ishmael started crying. Because the Bible says that God heard the lad, which is Ishmael, voice. I can imagine Ishmael began to cry out because he knew he was in an unfamiliar situation. It was no fault of his own. And he knew that he was about to die. Maybe somebody in here or on social media lane. Probably you feel like that. You out there by yourself. You out there all alone. In some cases, it might going to be your 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 uh, your battle, but you you are feeling the effects, and it's draining, and it's sucking, and it's pulling on you. And you, it says the Bible says Ishmael raised his voice and began to cry out to God. Now. God will put you in a situation where you you understand that there's you can't you can't depend on nobody but God. So here it is, Hagar and Ishmael didn't have anybody. And they begin to cry out. But it's something about when you are from a righteous seed. Alright. You gotta remember. Ishmael comes from Abraham. So he still had the seed, the blood of Abraham flowing through his blood. God is something when you are covered and you come from a bloodline where God has to answer. Here it is, we have Ishmael begin to cry out, and when he cried out, the Bible says God heard the boy, and he told Hagar, Hagar, let me remind you, out of, I'm going to make this man name great as well. I want you to get him, because he's not about to die. Get him by the hand and lift him up. Now notice, God didn't talk to Ishmael. He heard Ishmael, but he didn't talk to Ishmael. He talked to Hagar. And he told Hagar what to do to protect Ishmael. The reason why he did that, because of the fact that he had, he know that out of Ishmael, Ishmael still was connected to the seed of Abraham. And he promised Abraham something. <laughs> so he began to intervene on behalf of Hagar and, and Ishmael. And the thing that I like about it was when he told her, again, Ishmael is born out of the flesh, but Hagar had to see something different. And that's what God telling me to tell you. I'm almost finished. You have to see it different. Hagar was looking at it from her own point of view, from her perspective. God is doing a lot of things in the earth on a whole different level. We have to look at it from his perspective 
and not from our perspective. What do I mean by that? A lot of things going on in the earth and a lot of people saying, you know, this, that, and the other, and the third, and they try to make it seem like, you know, it's getting, you know, which the Bible says the world is going to get worse. But however, there is a promise made to a seed and to an inheritance group of people that they should be experiencing the awesomeness and blessings of God. Even in a wilderness experience. It wasn't until verse 19 where I really coined this message. It says that and God opened her eyes. God opened her eyes. Have your eyes been opened to see what God is doing in your life? Have your eyes been opened to see the spiritual things of God in the earth? Have your eyes been opened to see how God want to manifest his kingdom on earth and how he is already manifesting his kingdom on the earth? Have you seen your life in a different light? Are you still looking at your life the old, regular, worldly, earthly, fleshly way? I don't have this. I don't have that. I got to pay this. I got to pay that. Or are you seeing what God is doing and what he is manifesting? How he's showing himself strong. How he's using you as a, as a mouthpiece or as, a, as his manifestation of revealing his glory in the earth. Do you see yourself like that? Do you see yourself as a person that manifests the glory of God in the earth? It wasn't until Hagar saw herself and her situation different. God had to open her eyes. Some things God has to do. People can't do it. Preacher can't do it. But the word can do it. If you receive the word of God and allow God to open up your understanding and your spiritual eyes, the Bible says she saw something that she didn't see before. What she, what she saw before was her son dying. In a wilderness, in a dry place, in a desolate place. But when God opened up her eyes, she saw something different. She saw hope. She saw a way. She saw a refreshing. She saw life. How do I know that? Because the Bible says that when he opened up her eyes, she saw what? She saw a well of water. A well of water. How can you have a well of water in a dry place? In a desolate place? How can one minute you see nothing but destitute, but then when God touch and open up your eyes, you see something, you see a well of water where you could go and you can dip your canteen in the water and have enough water. It's a cool water. That it, it and it, she said, the Bible says that it, she got the water and she was able to give Ishmael something to drink for a long time. It sufficed the need that she had and the need that he had. God always know how to supply your need. Even if it's something that's, that is naturally impossible, he will make something supernatural on the natural. He will turn something that's naturally you can't and you can't figure it out, but he will add his super to the natural. 
Uh, I heard, uh, who was that? I think it was Bill Winston. He used to like to say that a lot. The super, put the super on the natural. It's something when you see God and you see yourself in the super of the natural. Versus you just looking at yourself through the natural. Because in the super of the natural, it was a well that was already there, already provided for her and her son. It was provision already there for them. Matter of fact, it was a place where they were supposed to be, where he grew up and grew strong and became a mighty archer man. Even to the point that he grew up and they had a whole nation. That's where we get the Arabic nation. That's where the Arabic come from. You think about that nation. Saudi Arabia, Iran, Iraq. You think about all and and how they are accustomed to being in an environment of the desert. I could go a lot of places with this. But I'm gonna stay right there because that fascinates me by itself because I'm like, wow. History is in the making, and we see it comes and how God even provided, even from a flesh result. He still got glory out of it. Because Hagar and Israel still had to cry out to the one and true God. Gods to cry out to, but the God of Abraham. So Hagar knew who the God of Abraham was. Good God Almighty. Why did she know who the God of Abraham? Because she was under the covering of Abraham's house. Ishmael himself grew up under the covering of Abraham's house. in the natural. That's why he says, let his kingdom come and his will be done on earth as it already is in the heavens. That means that a lot of things that we go through in life, God already done worked it out. He already done gave us have a solution. We just have to see it from his point of view. That means sometimes our eyes have to be open. Instead of us crying and having our eyes shut and focusing on the now and what we see naturally, we need to allow ourselves to open up our spirit, man, and allow God to reveal what he is saying or doing or what is the solution at that moment and at that time through the spirit. That's why it's so important to have the spirit. Because the Spirit then will lead you into all truth. And as a believer, you should not be worrying and, and fretting over things that are, 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 are a result of situations. Because 
God already has the answer to it. So, in my closing, I tell you this. God worked it out and made a way in a dry place. Prophetess did an awesome job talking about the ABCs of faith last Sunday. Expectations. Saints, what are we expecting God to do? Have we, do we have any expectations in 2022? What are the expectations of God? Are we seeking God for his glory to be revealed? Or are we still stuck in a fleshly point of view? Were we seeing things from the fleshly point of view? Are we our people of the flesh? Or are we people of the promise? Isaac. Are we seeing life from the flesh? Or are we seeing life from the promise? I guarantee if you see life from the promise, you will start having hope and, and the ABCs of faith. It will all make sense. Because at that point, it takes, I must live by faith. And if I live by faith, then guess what? The works that I do, it would be done through faith. Works then would manifest itself on the earth. That's how God would then get his glory. That's when I live my life. That's how my faith increased. Because the more I see the manifestation of God in my everyday life, it will increase my faith in him. But if I want to struggle, if I want to do it my way, if I don't want to take time to yield over to the Spirit of God, if I don't want to do that and I want to try to figure it out on my own and I want to listen to every human being possible and every social media possible and try to get answers that way instead of just humbling myself, and that's, that's basically trying to do it in my own intellect, my own thinking. If I try to do that, then guess what? I'm going to get the results of that. The results of that is I'm gonna get frustrated. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get confused. I'm gonna get angry. I'm gonna get disappointed because I'm doing it. I'm trying to do something that is spiritual. I'm trying to approach it from a flesh point of view, and you can't do it. That's right. It won't work. You can only go so far. I will only go so far as much as I know. But God got away that mighty sleep. He sent his son to die on the cross so that way you don't have to try to figure it out. He already worked it out. He already defeated death, hell, and the grave on the cross. He said, it is finished. I already did it. And because he already did it, guess what? You have access. You have right. You have an inheritance to a kingdom that belongs to you, that he wants you to take, that he wants you to have, that he wants you to enjoy, and there's no reason why you shouldn't be enjoying. Don't wait till you're dead to try to say, I'm going to figure it out. No, figure it out now. Enjoy it now. Have it now. Do it now, because now faith is. 
Now is the time. Now. You don't have to wait for it. Because he already did. And it's the now. So have God say, God, open my eyes. Open my eyes. So that way I can see the goodness of your glory. Stand to your feet. You have just listened to another episode of the Greater Harvest Podcast. We hope that you have had an ear for what the word has to say to you. And we pray that your life will be changed for the better as a result of that. Please join us here again very soon and follow us on Instagram and Facebook for even more from the harvest. See you soon. Be blessed.